Welcome to the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair. Get ready to punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell your story. Allegra Sinclair is here to help you become the powerful woman you are meant to be. It's finally time to get unstuck and reveal how fabulous you are. And it's time for your host, Allegra Sinclair. Hey, this is Allegra. Welcome to this week's episode of the podcast, episode 32, Why Holding On to Past Mistakes Makes You Fat. Holding on to past mistakes makes you fat. What you talking about, Miss Allegra? I'm always looking for a new reason why I'm fluffy. So if you're like me, the opening of this podcast just made your day. But hang on, grab your big girl panties because I'm probably not headed where you think. I believe that anything that makes us feel shame or lowers our self-esteem makes us fat. How? Because it weighs us down. When you think heavy thoughts, your body responds by holding on to extra calories and you get fat. Sometimes our fat isn't the fat we can see, you know, the regular old physical fat. Sometimes our fat is the more insidious fat, which is inside our minds, which is harder to detect and get rid of. I know losing physical fat isn't easy, so there's no need for you to jump on that last comment. In fact, if you pay attention to Twitter on Friday, you're going to see me tweeting about Whole30. But for today, I know that if I eat an entire pizza every night before bed, there are going to be some pretty obvious physical responses to that behavior. (laughs) No, I'm not talking about heartburn. What I mean is that I will likely gain weight. This behavior doesn't give my body a chance to burn off any of the calories, so guess where they go? Nope, not to my eyelashes. Wouldn't it be lovely if that was the destination? However, it's more likely that those pepperoni calories will find their way to my booty. A similar process goes on when we eat a virtual regret sandwich slathered with spicy condemnation mayonnaise or self-loathing mustard right before bed. Or all day long. Or ever. When you hold on to past mistakes, what you're really doing is refusing to forgive yourself for being human. Further, you're punishing the woman you are today for a lesson that you learned a long time ago. How does that taste? I suspect it tastes worse than my previously described mayonnaise and mustard. I know that sometimes it's more difficult to let go of our past mistakes because we live with a bunch of elephants. You know, those super helpful people around you who have such excellent memories, they don't have any trouble at all reminding you of the mistakes that you've made, no matter how long ago you made them, how much you've grown since then, and how frequently you have punched fear in the throat since then. You know, those people. If that's your situation, love yourself enough to say farewell to those toxic people and find some new loving supporters. Now, before we leave the toxic people entirely, forgive them, for they know not what they do. They are so wrapped up in their own pain from not forgiving themselves, how can they possibly be good to you? Okay, enough about them. The most difficult person for us to forgive is usually ourselves. Regret, shame, and guilt prevent us from letting go of our past mistakes. Rather than reflecting on these experiences and learning from them so we can move forward, we tend to dwell on those unfortunate incidents. By refusing to forgive ourselves, we remain trapped in the past. 
If I choose to forgive myself instead, I can be freed of the weight of all of those memories. And depending on how many historical artifacts I'm carrying around, that could equal 5 to 15 pounds, at least. Now that's an instant weight loss program I can really get behind. I've previously written about the four most important steps to forgiving yourself, so I do know that sometimes it's way easier said than done. But based on this new scientific data that being mean to yourself makes you fat, I think we need to revisit the subject. So if you've decided to give yourself a break, how do you do that? Quite simply by accepting yourself and anything that you've done in the past that makes you feel ashamed right now. You've already learned those lessons. So now you can approach your future with clean hands and a decision to live differently from this moment forward. Now I know I made that sound easy. It's not easy. It is simple, but not always easy. But here are three strategies to stop letting past mistakes make you fat. Strategy number one, be honest with yourself and others about your error and hold yourself accountable. I told you you needed your big girl panties. (laughs) Sometimes it is really hard to be honest with ourselves and hold ourselves accountable. But we can't fix what we will not face. So if you reflect on the mistake that you're unable to get over and you clearly identify what you really did and did not do, then you can own up to what you did instead of justifying your actions. See, justifying your actions is delaying your peace. Being honest with yourself and owning your mistake is the first step to releasing the pain, guilt, shame, and calories that you're carrying. Think about the event and the circumstances that led to your mistake and be honest about how you felt then and how you're feeling now. You also have to ask yourself how your mistake may have impacted others. If you're really struggling with facing a particular event, you may need to seek outside help from a close friend, a relative, a counselor, a trusted religious leader. See, the trust factor is important because sometimes our memories play tricks on us and we imagine, in retrospect, the result of our mistake to be much larger than it actually was or is. But someone who you like and trust is probably going to be much more forgiving and paint your mistake in a more favorable light. And right now, while you're working on letting this go, you need that grace. Strategy number two, if you can, try to remedy the situation and make amends. Now, this is not an opportunity to beat yourself up further, nor am I asking you to volunteer to let other people beat you up. I want you to treat yourself as well as you would treat a close friend. So that thought you're thinking right now about this particular mistake, if you wouldn't say that to your best friend, don't say it to yourself. With that frame of reference, consider what you could have done differently to prevent the mistake and then develop a plan to act differently if you face a similar situation in the future. Doesn't that feel better? I can tell you already feel lighter. Even if it's been a long time since the mistake happened, if the result of your mistake caused harm to others, consider offering a sincere apology and asking for forgiveness. This action alone can be super healing for both you and the person who you may have impacted. If you can't make amends to those who were impacted, consider doing a different kind of act of contrition, another good deed or an act of kindness to show yourself and others that you really regret what you did. If your poor decision resulted in a monetary loss, 
seek to make financial restitution. Now, this last aspect of strategy number two, I'm going to tread carefully before sharing. Because it is share your story with others so that they can avoid making the same mistake. And I hesitate because everybody's not ready to receive your lesson. And they don't have to be. Nor do I expect you to take out a billboard or tell every person that you meet what you did. (laughs) That's not what we're talking about. But if you genuinely feel a need to tell somebody else what happened so that they don't have the same mistake, do that. And then once you have done that, all that you're responsible for is the communication that leaves your mouth. How the other people receive it, that's their work to do. So once you have shared it, your work is done. Strategy number three, remember that you have grown and you are no longer the same woman that made that mistake. You have changed a lot since then, and you've overcome a lot of challenges in your life. The thing is, lots of us have made a lot of changes and overcome lots of things in our lives, but we don't usually stop to acknowledge this growth because we're too busy moving on to the next challenge or maybe the next crisis. And sometimes the growth is incremental, and we only want to recognize huge earth-shattering changes. I'm all for continued growth and movement. But I do want us to stop and celebrate smaller victories. At least take a moment to acknowledge these changes so that you don't miss all the good work you're doing as you become more and more powerful. All of us make mistakes, and sometimes they do come with serious consequences. But regardless of how serious our mistakes may have been, all of us deserve forgiveness. And we can start by forgiving ourselves. Holding on to who you used to be is preventing you from being all that you are right now. And let us not forget, holding on to your past mistakes is making you fat. Remember that old story about not being able to pick up dollars because we're so intent on holding on to pennies? I think that same philosophy applies here. You'll notice as you practice letting go of your past mistakes that the memory of them hurts less and you feel lighter and more positive about yourself and what you're capable of doing. You have to decide to leave the past where it belongs if you want to take advantage of your present and your future. If you need some additional support at letting go of past mistakes so that you won't be fat, visit my website at allegrasinclair.com slash 32 because I will include two links to affirmations in the show notes that you can use to retrain your mind so you can speak about yourself more positively. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. Now you've been given permission to be more powerful and influence more people. If you've enjoyed this episode, please head over to AllegraSinclair.com slash iTunes and leave a review. It will help Allegra get the message out to more women that they can punch fear in the throat, show up, and tell their stories. We'll see you next time on the Allegrativity Powercast with Allegra Sinclair.